0: Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey, guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off, too. Boom. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Here we go. We have the king of Bachelor Twitter.
1: Oh, geez.
0: Bachelor Nation expert. Oh,
1: shucks. Rip. Oh, my God. It's me. Oh, my what God. What do you want
0: to be called in this situation?
1: Just boy who's trying his best from his apartment right now works for me.
0: We're all just trying to do our best. I'm going to call you the king of Bachelor tweets. Because every Monday night, my whole timeline is just me retweeting your tweets.
1: How about King of Bachelor tweets who is trying his best? <laughs> part? Like kind of like we can we can combine both. I think I think that'll work.
0: We were just saying that we're going to try not to make this a coronavirus podcast, but it seeps into everything nowadays. So
1: yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, like a tasteful balance of, of like trying to <laughs> have a nice light conversation and reflecting <laughs> on bachelor stuff
0: I wake up every morning and I'm like I'm trying to be really positive today and then by like 8 30 a.m. it's doomsday
1: well I think too like I think uh, in, a, in a very earnest respect I feel like we need memes more than ever <laughs> there you go in fairness like it's so hard to not make memes about anything other than coronavirus panic or bachelor panic or bachelor panic, or or <laughs> just general anxiety. Yeah, but I suppose that's evergreen content anyway. Just general anxious. Themes. I love some evergreen content. Oh yeah, love evergreen content.
0: Well, everyone's so pumped for you, but I want to know your history of watching the show. Like when you started watching.
1: Yeah. So you know what's really great that like this this podcast is finally happening because it kind of started with you and like I'm sure you remember this but like I haven't really been watching all that long I've been watching since paradise of 2016 so I was watching just as like my boss at the time said oh we should watch this together it'll be a fun light thing that we can talk about every Tuesday blah 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 so I was like oh yeah sure let me let me check this out and then that following season of Bachelor, so Nick's season, is when I started getting a little bit more invested. And right when I was starting to get invested, also like tweeting out thoughts with no aim. like There hasn't been aim to any of this, I think, now. Very recently, have I started trying to actually (laughs) take it seriously. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I think we have something here, maybe. (laughs) Um, It took a while for me to actually have that dawning realization, but um, no, but I think what really... Uh, got me hooked onto it is one. You and I started interacting back and forth. So you were you were an OG. You know you were you were a uh, I love it. What they call it early adopter, early adopter memes. Yes, yes. But yeah, no. So like we started going back and forth. We bonded over Parenthood. Yes,
0: I actually looked back on our messages and so cute how young we oh, were. Yeah. But by the way, Parenthood quarantine, watch it, great show.
1: I mean, it's definitely going to take you on an emotional journey. So maybe, you know, uh, take it in doses. Who
0: isn't emotional anyway, already?
1: Like how I usually answer my question of favorite TV shows, like one, Bachelor, because like, you know, you have to (laughs) acknowledge the community that's around it and how much it's now taken like a a vice grip of my my personal life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but like my actual like favorite show that has no other things tied to it is parenthood through and through i mean it's just just a masterful beautiful oh man um but yeah no it started with that season and us like connecting over twitter and i was like oh this is uh kind of interesting being able to have this like new layer of engagement to watching a show i hadn't really i'd had that watching like the emmys or the oscars or whatever just live tweeting thoughts but that's what addicted me to it
0: well i have a quiz for you to test your knowledge but now that i know it started with me yeah i'm still gonna give it to you
1: okay what do we got
0: you know the names i mean it's not like it's anything well let's see okay number one i'm scared which bachelor sent a woman home because he couldn't remember her name and gave another girl her rose by accident
1: Isn't that jesse palmer
0: well i think right? it is i think it is so let me correct Woo! Nice! Okay.
1: So, like, there's so many seasons I haven't watched, but I've just...
0: Yeah, like, everyone knows.
1: Yeah. But also, listen, now we might have time to go watch it. So, hey! You'll get this one.
0: Which bachelor got engaged to Vienna Girardi, which ended in a train wreck of a split on national television?
1: That would be Jake Pavelka, pilot number one. Final answer,
0: correct. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Which bachelor did a repeat performance after not finding love the first time around?
1: Brad Womack,
0: my dream guest on the podcast.
1: Hasn't Brad like really (laughs) distanced himself? Yeah, he
0: like won't he won't do anything he lives in Austin and so do I and
1: oh man yeah Yeah. he
0: even like I work at the airport and one of his friends a a female friend of his came up to me and was like I recognize you um I'm really good friends with Brad and I was like oh my god can you get Brad to come on my podcast she was like no promises he he won't do anything I'm like oh (laughs)
1: It's so close, but so far. (laughs)
0: please, we're quarantining. Which bachelor is known for puking on his final overnight date?
1: Wait, I don't actually think I know this one. Alex,
0: Michael, Michelle, first bachelor. Andrew Firestone, Charlie O'Connell, Sean Lowe.
1: Oh, man, this is, I don't know this one. I'm going to say Andrew.
0: Andrew Firestone, incorrect. Oh. Alex, Mike, Michelle, really? bachelor I even number watched
1: one. That season. Wow. I watched that season too. I went back and what kind of super fan are you? I know. All right. Well, I'll just hang <laughs> up now. It's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been great. Oh, I've been this is great.
0: Which bachelor made an appearance on couples therapy with his chosen winner?
1: That was, um, that's, um, Jordan, right? Jordan. No, that's Travis
0: Lane Stork. Byron Velvic, Juan Pablo, and Jake Pavelka.
1: Oh, just kidding! i I'm, uh wait, so forget my first answer. That wasn't Jordan? even an <laughs> I'm just like, well, well he was on. Uh, well, I guess it was Juan. Was it no? It wasn't Juan Pablo. Was it Juan Pablo? I don't. Think was it, it was. um? Wait, what was the last option again? Jake Pavelka.
0: I feel like Jake and vienna did that for money kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that that tracks. Final answer? Yeah, cuz I think that's late enough too where they start branching onto other shows. So that's my final answer. Wrong. What the hell? Juan Pablo? Oh, you know, see listen, I was I should have just stuck to my
0: I don't re- sorry, I threw you off. I do not remember Juan Pablo doing that.
1: I guess I thought that like they wouldn't even they didn't even like last all that long, so I wouldn't even like, think that they, they have would time. get to that point.
0: Yeah. Man. I'm... Oops. Which bachelor married a soap opera star after his romance from the show Fizzled? Oh. Lorenza, Borghese, Alex, Michael, I'm probably saying that wrong. Matt Grant, Bob Guinea.
1: I'm going to say, oh man, I'm going to say Bob Guinea, but it's a shot in the dark.
0: I think you got it right. Yes. Woo! Ooh, heck Yay! Yeah. there we go
1: we're, we're on the up and up here
0: i love it who confessed his love for a different girl after his season ended and eventually married that girl
1: there are so many well ari
0: technically ari should be a part of this but he is not a part of this answer then it
1: would be um uh jason
0: nice mesnick man jason mesnick correct
1: nice Woo! work
0: in which bachelor season did a scandal break out when a woman on the show was said to have pursued one of the producers instead?
1: Oh, man. I know this clip so well, but I'm forgetting the season. Mm. Jake Pavelka,
0: Bob Guinea, Andy Baldwin, Alex Michael. I don't think it was Bob Guinea. So I think
1: it's Jake Pavelka. Yeah, I did to say it's Jake.
0: And then I'm going to just go, I'm going to go Andy Baldwin. Okay. Ah, oh, you are right. Woo! It's Jake. Well, Bevolka. because I remember,
1: the only reason I remember that is because I can visualize, uh, like Chris Harrison mm. talking to the person and Chris Harrison had like a proper fitting suit at the time. So it wouldn't have been like <laughs> Alex's season. It would have probably even been Bob's season.
0: Side note. Can you remember the name of the woman who wanted the producer?
1: Oh, no idea.
0: I think it was Roslyn.
1: That that could be right. I'm not even gonna pretend.
0: Anyone, write in. Which bachelor was highly criticized for not telling any of the girls that he loved them?
1: Oh, that was um. Oh, that's probably Juan Pablo, right? Super
0: Juan Pablo. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. Which couple is still together after meeting on the show? Byron Velvic and Mary Delgado. Andrew Baldwin and Tessa Horst. Sean Lowe, and Catherine. Sean Lowe, there we go. That, one's there. <laughs> that was a stupid one. I need a, I need a little softball. Oh, that was stupid. Which bachelor <laughs> referred to his final pick as Monkey? Travis Lane Stork, Brad Womack, Matt Grant, Andrew Firestone. I have no idea.
1: I'm going to say Andrew Firestone.
0: Matt Grant.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I have no knowledge of Matt Grant, really. So that's going to be out the window for me. So
0: I know the answer to this one. Instead of an engagement, Bob Guinea decided not to choose anyone on the show, gave a promise ring to Estella, gave a promise ring to Kelly Joe, decided that he couldn't choose and would date them both after the show was over.
1: I'm going to say wait. So. I like how I don't even know the people, so I'm very shooting in the dark, but I'm like, I'm going to say option two.
0: To Estella? Yeah. Right. Woo! Oh my
1: gosh. Who are you? These again are really on the up and up. Look at this.
0: OK, two more questions. When did The Bachelor air for the first time? 1993, 2002, 1986, 2005.
1: Let me say 2002. I think that's right.
0: I think it is, too, because I, I was in middle school. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. Nice. That
1: year burns in my, my brain there.
0: Freaking so. nice. Last question. Which Bachelors after the final Rose special was the highest rated in Bachelor history? Charlie O'Connell, probably not because I've never heard of him. Brad Womack, Andrew Baldwin, Juan Pablo.
1: Hmm. Man, that's hmm. I feel
0: like it's tough.
1: I'm gonna say Juan Pablo,
0: I guess. I feel like maybe also Brad Womack because he did the whole like I don't choose either of yeah, you shit. Yeah. And then he came back and okay, wait. I'll guess Juan Pablo with you. Ooh, Brad Womack.
1: Oh, that, see, look, you could, you should have just Should have trusted
0: my gut. We got a seventy-one.
1: I wouldn't have even thought that like my first gut reaction would have been like Aries or something. Well,
0: and maybe this has not been updated because Peter oh, definitely yeah. destroyed. I have a feeling any. Yeah. Sort of. yeah. Well, 71%. We got a C. Hey,
1: listen, C's with degrees. <laughs> there we go.
0: Oh, that's so funny. Okay. So <laughs> I also have some Facebook questions I wanted to put in there. Someone wanted to know when in your journey of Tweet dumb and bachelor dumb. Did you actually start like tweeting?
1: Uh, I actually started tweeting. It was I don't know if I I started tweeting in when I was watching Paradise. I think maybe very loosely, but I think it was Nick's season. So I'm a baby. You know, I'm a baby to this franchise. All things considered, and then like I was about to say. <laughs> Damn it. We we got so far with me not referencing coronavirus, but I was going to say it's like, oh, it's like exponentially grown. And then I triggered myself. I'm just like, dang it. I'm like, why? That word is now ruined for me. But yeah, like after Nick's season, it really just like exponentially took off, especially in the last two years or so. Like the first that first season was like, oh, this is like kind of fun. I can interact with contestants and then it's just gotten more and more ridiculous
0: do you remember by chance a specific tweet that started going viral for you your first viral tweet
1: I actually I really don't I I really don't I mean I know I'm just like well I think I have like different levels too right where there's there's certain stuff now that I I'll tweet out and I think it's just like the dumbest like just whatever i'm gonna throw it out there and then it gets like a ton of attention i'm like you have to like make me work for it a little bit like this this isn't good enough yeah like i'll just um like quote tweet someone and say like omg and then it'll be like 000, <laughs> five thousand five thousand likes like, yeah <laughs> silly i don't know why i don't know why that's the case but
0: well do you feel pressure like watching the show live do you feel like you're so focused on tweeting that you don't even absolutely
1: yeah no I can't be social and it's kind of a bummer that I can't be like that social and there's so many people I mean I like how I just said there's so many people but whenever there's someone who wants to watch with me I'm like all right, but like, just so you know, I am the worst. We're not allowed to talk. I will not. Ap- I will not pay attention to you. I will barely acknowledge you if you're saying something. Like, I just can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm just so ingrained. I barely watch the show when I'm watching this the show. I'm so ingrained in my phone and and my little meme folder. You know, I have like reaction pictures just at the ready.
0: I was lucky for a bit because I also there was a moment there where I was a big tweeter. But then I pissed yeah, off not, some right, bachelors yeah. and I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, and then it's like, yeah. Well, that's, I think that's another thing too. And not not to say that you were, but like my, I think the whole, my whole mindset around it is, and it's hard at times, but is being like as light and nice as possible. Like it's very easy to be, and I, I have done this and all that, but just being like, so-and-so is like the fucking worst and blah, blah. You know, it's super easy to do that. But I have tried to refrain a bit. I'm definitely harder on the guys than I am the women. It's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care about, like, this dude named Chad, like, Chad 3.0 or Brad 9.0 or something like that.
0: Yeah. The two people I pissed off, dudes. (laughs) Yeah, 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 right. It's so dumb. I remember what I wrote. I'm just like, that pissed you off? Seriously? Yeah, Like,
1: yeah. I remember, yeah, I, I think... I don't think there's any... Th- I mean, I said, like, I don't think there's any women in the franchise and then I'll get, like, some sort of DM later and be like... No, I'm pissed at you. <laughs> it's like, remember me? Um, no, I think there's maybe, like, one or two. But, yeah, for the most part, it's it's dudes. Like, I know Chad has me blocked for no reason. Chad
0: has me blocked, too.
1: Yeah, I never even tweeted about
0: the guy. I've never... Like, I actually was sort of friendly to him for some reason. And then now that this whole thing is coming out, that he's, like, doing porn with his girlfriend.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was
0: like, oh, okay, I'll look at my Twitter because I'm, like, a glutton for punishment, or his Twitter. And he has me blocked.
1: Like, all right, well, just a nice preemptive blocking, I guess.
0: I'm shocked.
1: Yeah. I think there's someone else, too. But I was like, all
0: right, well, I guess. Cool. Have you ever pissed anyone off, though? Like, they've... Tweeted back at you or messaged you? Yeah,
1: there was there was someone. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be nice and not name names. Ah. no, there was someone where it was a guy, and he like I think we've since tried to smooth things over a little bit. Um, I mean, I I was never I would never like directly tweet him or anything, but he would find me like my tweets. You know, he would do he was doing some like gaslighty stuff, which that feels safe because there's like probably. 50 people that that could apply to. Can I to? guess? You can guess. Okay. okay yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was like doing some gas lady stuff on paradise in particular. Uh, and, you know, I was just like saying that he was doing it and I might've thrown in like so-and-so was the worst and, you know, did not at him. And then he went and found it and basically said that I have issues and like really was like going off on me. And then some other people from, Bachelor Nation started like defending me, but I just like didn't reply. I'm like, I'm not gonna get get in this. But I have, I have now uh, heard from multiple people that he is not a big fan of me.
0: Let me guess. Okay. Nick Vile.
1: No, no. I actually, I like Nick. Yeah, I like. Damn. I think Nick sometimes gets a little. He can definitely be. Yeah, he can make some some uh, polarizing comments.
0: He's been soft about my tweets.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can. I can see that too. He can he can be a little divisive on there, but overall I don't have any sort of problem with Nick and I do really like his podcast a lot. And um, yeah, no. So it's not him, not him. I'm he was pretty smooth it. on, he was pretty like fine on paradise. So he, I don't think you, you have to think of who's gaslighting on, on paradise.
0: Fine. No one will ever know. It's okay. I know
1: it's a mystery. I mean, you can, you can probably do something you can find out.
0: I'll get back to you on this in a private chat. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who have you met? so far? A good amount now. I mean, it's, um, I, I, I think it's now gotten to the point, probably in the past two years, where when, like, the cast, especially since they're doing, like, these announcements beforehand, I'll just, like, go through, like, follow them all, and then we'll connect, like, in the very beginning of the season, and then, you know, I'll stay in touch with who I'm, like, in general, right. you know, like, would would be friends with, but, I mean, yeah, it's it's been a, a good amount, like, from, from this season, what, it's been, I think it's just been Tammy. Yeah, what's Tammy like? I really like her a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think Tammy and I are very different. Like, she's, like, very, like, no-nonsense and, like, very growy and all that. And I am the polar opposite, where I'm just, like, a sentimental sap. But I think sometimes, like, the the opposites, you know, like, that can balance each other out. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and well, we're both from Syracuse, too, so that was, like, our biggest thing. And, oh. yeah, yeah, so that was our little entry point into into friendship.
0: Because she lives in New York City, right?
1: No, she lives in Syracuse still, but she was down here. She's, she's been down here every once in a while just for press things or whatever. But, right. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I, I think what I try to do, and I know that, you know, she certainly got into some drama like this season and all that. So I, I always try my best to take certain stuff like that with a grain of salt. I mean, you would know so Same. much better that, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's you're, you're going to see, a certain side of people and like in a very extreme light on like the actual show. So I pay attention to how like they interact with people like during the show, like live, whether it's on like Twitter or Instagram or whatever, if they own their actions or if they're like, Oh yeah, like that was a shitty thing that I said, like I'm mortified.
0: I think Tammy has said that her edit was pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think she's, she's kind of said too, that like, she, you know, didn't like really mean to, Hurt people. I, I don't know. I mean, th- there probably is like a little bit more ownership she could take. But, you know, at the same time, like I very much get, if you're in a situation like that, getting caught up, like, yeah. th- it, I think there's like a difference between having kind of like a personal kind of back and forth with one person that you're just not jiving with and like a very high pressure situation and, like, overall shitty behavior. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 tough. So I, I do try to give people, like, the grain. Right. Just a few grains. Just a few grains, yeah. But if they're doing like <laughs> real problematic stuff out in the real world, then that's harder for me to forgive.
0: Who do you want to meet really bad? If you had, like, a dream bachelor person.
1: Let's see. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Oh, I'm really um, – I mean, it's it's someone who I talk to a lot. Like we we like texted today, but Elise from from Colton yes! season, yeah, I really like her a lot. And you know, she's that's like the thing. Like talking about this whole weird bachelor community in a very earnest and wholesome respect. I mean, look at your your Facebook group. I mean, there's there's so many people there who are bonding just over this mutual appreciation of a show or their involvement. So many people that you've met through being on the show. And yeah, like Elise and I obviously we connected over memes and Twitter and Instagram or what whatnot, but we've also been there for each other in in like hard times and uh, venting dating stories I feel like that's like a, a common one, even though dating isn't really happening. Not anymore. Not right now, unless you want to do like a, a circle and or love is blind esque kind of vibe. I did
0: see there was like something um an article that was someone's trying to create.
1: Yeah, love is yeah. blind. There's a couple. There's there's one that's like is like, quarantine or something like that. But yeah, that's like an Instagram thing. And then there's I think there's a lot of that stuff going on.
0: I'm just pissed that this is gonna set me back like basically a year on my clock.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think like twenty twenty is just like a wash.
0: Can we just cancel it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we're all just also I do think it's gonna be interesting. Um, coming coming out of like this this whole situation, however long it lasts and all that. I think there's gonna be polar opposites of like people who have like gained 30 pounds. Yeah, like there's gonna be no one who stays exactly the same. I'm trying
0: to be the person who comes out having lost like 10 pounds. Oh yeah. No.
1: No, yeah, that that's that's my goal to it. Like my what's really kind of interesting for me is obviously I'm known online for being like the the bachelor meme boy and like constantly shoveling that out into the into the world, but You know, like my actual job is like in user experience for like this big tech company. I don't think I can actually say the the name of it, but it's a big tech company. Um, And uh, But I'm a contractor there. And today is actually my last day on that current contract. So I have like a 45-day break where I'm not working. But like I have another contract with this company in 45 days that'll start up. That's good. Which is great. It's great to have a promise of something on the other side that's already in the books and, you know, hopefully there's no complications with it, but especially with a lot of people who are affected. I mean, I live with three other people and all of them like lost their jobs, at least temporarily. But it is very interesting to think of, like, what I'm going to do with 45 days and all that. I mean, I've
0: already been off work for almost three months because of my foot injury. Oh, yeah. And, like, just as I'm getting better and doing physical therapy and I had my last injection into my foot, Delta, who I work for, love you so much. They're, like, offering, you know, uh, voluntary leaves of absence. So now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to work for maybe – a year and luckily they're saying like it's okay you know the minute we're back and ready to move your your job is back but it's just like so many people are affected and it just sucks so hard yeah
1: Yeah, I mean like my my dad was like temporarily laid off yesterday yeah it's just gonna affect a lot of people but uh oh but like the whole the whole reason I brought all that up is like I have yeah like for me these 45 days of just like, what do I do with this? So maybe I'm just gonna get super into some random uh, workout from home oh, thing. Lord, no. That's my goal. I would love if that, if I channel it that way, I could just channel it into like playing Nintendo Switch or something. So we'll see how or playing The Sims.
0: I saw you're doing The Sims, and now I want oh, yeah. to
1: listen, listen, because and I what's also fascinating returning to The Sims now is when I was a kid playing it. You would just like type in the cheat codes and have like a million dollars. Now I just like strive for normalcy the most I can. It's like I just want them, Brett, to like find a wife. And like cook together. And like learn how to cook like a, a mean like ham dinner for Christmas.
0: I want to get a puzzle, like a big puzzle.
1: Yeah, that's like Ben yeah, like uh, stock and in- Puzzle companies is going to rise like crazy.
0: Amazon's puzzle selection is like pretty low because I think everyone is just puzzle buy-in.
1: Something that you would appreciate is, uh, well, with this like 45-day break that I, I currently have, the plan was to go to Africa. Ugh. And now that's off. Yeah, it was gonna. I was going go to go to Africa and then Peru. Uh, and I was like going to make like it this sucks. whole... Yeah, yeah. And I was going to, I think you... Like, because I was gonna do South Africa, yeah. Zimbabwe, and then Botswana, and I think you went—you went to at least one of those.
0: I've been to South Africa twice now. Um, did I've never been to Botswana? I've never been to Zimbabwe. I wish, but like, I actually just got an email um, yesterday. I guess like Delta knows where I travel. So they knew that I had been in South Africa and that we just got rid of our flight from Atlanta to Johannesburg, which is the only way that we fly to South Africa. And they were like, are you still there? Are you home? We need to know. Yeah. So it's like very, very intense.
1: I know. I'm glad they're like checking in. Oh, yeah. That's also too, like with when I see a lot of people tweeting at these airlines very like viciously, it's like, look, I get, I get that's cute and, and, you know, normal, normal times. And I have definitely done that to like get a response. We're used to that. Now it's like, you do have to kind of understand like literally everyone in the world is reorganizing their life.
0: We're all struggling right now. Give us, actually, I really like this question. Well, I remember how, how long ago was this where you had been tweeting that you were laid off from Buzzfeed?
1: Oh, yeah. So that was uh, a year and like two months ago. Okay. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Well, Kathy Zare said, can Brett share about getting laid off from BuzzFeed and how he got through that and what helped him? I imagine a lot of people are worrying or uncertain and this could be helpful for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I well, I think I was definitely in a very different circumstance than a lot of people right now are going to be in. So I don't want to be like, oh, just like hang in there. <laughs> You've got this. Yeah, yeah, like I don't want to like, you know, do some kind of like um positive whatever. I, I don't know. I mean I mean I do want to be positive, but I I don't want to minimize the just fucking bonkers circumstances. I mean the
0: uncertainty right now is just completely yeah. different than anything.
1: What I will say is that I I did think it was like the end of the world when it happened and I I still like maintain it with with everything going on now is like it won't be it's gonna be really uncertain and like scary and I think the hardest thing for me was just like the shift in um like all the people that because I had been at BuzzFeed for five years right I had like a family there and the people were in like the the hardest part um but I I do think like what well I had like a bit of like a weird story after getting laid off and I was also pretty ready to leave too oh okay so I was there for a you know, five years. And I really loved it for a long time. Then like just working in media in general, working in a creative space can be very taxing and stressful and competitive and uh, not the most lucrative unless you get real lucky. Yeah. It, it happened to me. I actually like kind of volunteered to get laid off too. I don't know if that actually worked, but I was like, Hey, uh, like, I know that you're looking for people. And you know, so I, I did actually volunteer myself. Yeah. Mm mm-hmm. But what I will say, like, kind of bringing, it, bringing like a bachelor tie to it too, was like what kind of did get me through, or one thing that helped was like the support from like bachelor community, like in a very again earnest respect. Like I was, I think I was actually worried for a long time, especially in the beginning, that like uh, the the reason that like my bachelor tweets would take off was because I had that Buzzfeed tie, mm-hmm. and even like when I would meet certain people. I would think like, oh, like they're only like cozying up to me because, because of BuzzFeed. And like they, they have no idea that my, even my job at BuzzFeed has never been this. Like it's never been entertainment focused. It's never been batch. Like it's never been related. Right. And I'm, I just assume everyone thinks it is, uh, which is fair, which is very fair.
0: That was just a, an extracurricular for you. These
1: tweets. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And I, I think... I was really worried that all of that was going to go away after like the BuzzFeed layoff. But then I was just like really blown away by how many uh, people who were just like following my tweets, like sent really unbelievably kind DMs or venmo me like a glass of wine.
0: I mean, like Spivey was she was tweeting, I think that you were laid off and then all of her fans, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, like, just like the overwhelming amount of support that I got and I and you know I think um Evan and and Derek uh ended up having like this like one-up conversation or one-up like Venmo thing where they were just trying to like go a dollar over each other uh so I was just really humbled and touched by all that and then what's also interesting there I guess like and this isn't helping people who are currently uh in in that situation themselves because it's very different circumstances but I mean, even looking at like my, my dad, for example,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever happens, like maybe um, he'll, he or other people currently affected like this are, they're in limbo right now. So maybe they'll get their jobs back at some point, maybe they won't, but it very much like could, you know, could be an opportunity for something better. And I really ultimately think that me getting laid off at Buzzfeed was the best thing that ever happened to me, like without hyperbole, like not, and I don't even mean that out of toxicity toward them. It just, I I was so dedicated to like my, my team there and I wouldn't have left unless I was like ripped out of there, even though I was, I was really, I was really unhappy. And I was looking for something else, but I wasn't giving myself permission to find that other thing. So I really needed like an aggressive ass kick from the universe to do that and I think and and I think like with my dad like he might be in a similar situation where like he's kind of been tolerating like that for a little bit and uh you know and and it, it might give him the opportunity to I mean because he's unbelievably smart he's unbelievably good at what he does um and yeah I don't know I mean it's it's easy to be scared by these things and I definitely get that but I think it's gonna once we get on the other side of this, it's going to put a lot of things into perspective.
0: Great freaking answer.
1: And what I will say, too, is I was really surprised that after the BuzzFeed layoff and all this, how it pertains to this Bachelor stuff, is that all of this Bachelor stuff has really spiked in the past year, ever since I left BuzzFeed. It really has. Like, I, I was, I mean, just based off, of like, Twitter followers.
0: You have, like, 30,000 more than I do.
1: Do Oh, dang! Well, you have more Insta, so you're fine. Well,
0: you'll beat me once people start seeing, like, your memes are also on Instagram.
1: Yeah, well, that was, like, the thing is, like, I was so dedicated to Twitter for the longest times, and then I realized, like, oh, like, not a not everybody's on Twitter, but, like, everybody's on Instagram. So, I mean, it, it was, like, this interesting choice, because I'm sure there's plenty of people in my life who don't watch Bachelor, like, well, he's just, like, a meme account at this point. Um but I don't know. I'm having more fun with with Instagram now that I'm kind of pivoting over to.
0: You have eighty-seven thousand right now.
1: Yeah, and I think when I left Buzzfeed, I had twenty. So like, that's it, a weird spike. And I think a part of that too is the current job I have. You know, it's in like user experience. It's very like uh, the the skills it uses. It's it's very. Um, I have to have like organization. I uh, it's very logistical mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like communications and, and parts there, but I think like working with like a team, um, kind of like problem solving and troubleshoot, mm-hmm. like that's, that's more like the, the skills that I use there. So then I can separate it a little bit easier than from like this other thing. And then with like this bachelor stuff. It's like, okay, this is purely creative. It's purely performative. Um, and Yeah. And like, I can really split them off and they both like mean a lot to me because I can flex different muscles depending on.
0: I was thinking like, when can you start monetizing this beauty that you have?
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: Can you get a cameo yet?
1: I I do have a cameo. Yay! I I actually do. I might actually switch the charity to be honest, but I've done I've done, like, three cameos, I think, and it's, I'm really new to it. Uh, and I did it for uh, Australian, like, bushfire relief just because I felt, like, weird being, like, hey, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man who makes memes, like, give me money to, like, yeah. You know. So, like, which is fine for, for other people, but I think for me to give permission to myself to do it, that's how the route I had. Of course. Okay, of course. But but I, I do, um like, this season yeah like just this past season so i've been doing this for like three years but just this past season i was i partnered with like spiron and crest at some point so like that has been the first of it and both were like really great um so yeah i think now is kind of the beginning when i i do start looking to monetize it yes. and i think too uh kind of like taking myself more seriously and not like and not like. A, devaluing or minimizing myself has been a big part of this and, and having people around me who are like, no, you should like look into this. No,
0: like you're doing a service.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's one part of it. I mean, I, I do think I have flirted with the idea of a podcast.
0: Oh, I was literally just going to say, why don't you have a podcast yet?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I have very much thought about it and I really enjoy it. I mean, any, any podcast that I've been on and I've, I've now gone on like a good amount. Like I've Gone on um, like Derek's twice, and I've gone on uh, the Huffington Post 10 times. And yeah, so I, I've, I've been around, you know, so I, I really enjoy it. And uh, I think, well, except we like fear is a, is a big part of that.
0: Keep flirting. Yeah. You'll find your answer.
1: I mean, listen, I have 45 days to potentially learn a little bit about it. I'll have time. And uh, yeah, I, I would really love to. I think what holds me back is one, I would really want a co-host, I think.
0: That helps a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, and I would want to have like a framing a little bit, like just, just something that distinguishes it at least a little bit from, I mean, maybe it doesn't need to be all that distinguishable, but, um, I, I I do want to think of like, what do I want this podcast to be? And I've also thought too, like, do I, and I'm sure you had this thought too, when you were first starting yours or as you continue to grow, it's like, do I want this to be a bachelor podcast or do I want it to be like bachelor adjacent where, you know, you'll have people from outside the franchise. So it's a little bit more evergreen
0: from the beginning for me. Like I wanted my focus to be every guest would be on a reality show, Yeah, but like I'd never wanted to make it. It's, it's very difficult. ABC also makes it nearly impossible to interview any bachelor human so you really have to be like okay am i committing to just bachelor people and sometimes i just like can't get anyone
1: yeah well imagine too like since they have their own now
0: right they let their people do their podcast yeah i love talking to the people from like older seasons
1: i'm yeah right i would really love to it's more just kind of pulling the trigger and, and doing it and also like balancing you know i like my my job like outside of this and yeah if, if anyone listening wants me to like just like tweet, tweet me saying you'll listen and maybe yeah maybe I'll uh get get enough uh, ego boost to do it.
0: I want to touch on some current events.
1: Yeah, here we go. What's going on?
0: You know Tyler and Hannah.
1: Oh, here we go. Oh, okay, here we go.
0: WTF is going on?
1: Literally, we need them now more than ever. I feel like like it's been such a welcome break from from everything.
0: Are they dating? Are they friends? What do you think?
1: I think they need to take one for the team and just like get together. Like for humanity's sake.
0: <laughs> I have guy friends. I don't like quarantine at their house and like in my swimsuit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it might have been a situation where she was just down there on like pure happenstance and then she got like stuck which You know, well, yeah, well, Well, I
0: think she was down there for his mom's funeral, yeah, right, and then just stayed.
1: Yeah, I think like the stayed thing is what's curious to me because I do very much get like why she would, you know, go, and I know that her and Tyler's mom interacted a good amount, so that's that's the big thing. I think people who are saying, like, oh, why would you invite your ex to like the funeral? I think that's oversimplifying it. I agree. But yeah, I do think it's interesting that she she stayed around as long as she did to the point where but she could have gotten at, like when that funeral happened. I think it was definitely before all this. Oh, well
0: so- before like shit hit the fan. She could. have, Yeah, she could have gone home and she stayed. Yes. So uh, Hannah has been in Florida with Tyler and his brother and Matt James and they are like doing TikToks galore. I think they're calling themselves the quarantine crew.
1: Yeah. Which I imagine there's a lot of quarantine crews out there. Yeah.
0: And like they're photographed a ton together, but like never holding hands or kissing. So no one really knows.
1: There's a lot of teasing. There's, there's so much, listen, like I, I got nothing but free time to just like get like yanked around a little bit. So like what I know what I'm signing up for by (laughs) looking at every single TikTok, as soon as they put it up, they know what they're doing and I'm here for it. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll very much just like throw myself into their little game.
0: Maybe reach out to them. Confirm. Yes or no. Are you together? Okay. Were you team Barb or team Madison?
1: I was, you know what team I was on? I think in the moment I was more team Madison, but I think with like that whole situation, I'm more team. It's nobody's fault. I think they just had, I think they really cared about each other, Maddie and and Peter. I think they like, you know, whatever version of love like that that show is like towards the end um you know whatever you want to call it i i do think they really deeply cared about each other and but i think they clearly just had uh values that were were never going to jive can't together yeah right you you just really you really can't and like i i didn't want to shit on where she was coming from because i'm i'm not all that religious myself so it is a different world for me. Like I'm probably a little bit more aligned with Peter probably, but that's not to say that like what she believes is wrong and what she's asking is wrong. And even how she was framing, I think the big thing was people comparing her to to Luke P and all that. And while they had like similar values, you know, and, and I do see where people are coming from as far as them essentially asking the same thing or, or putting out, a similar idea, but I do think words matter, and and how people, how you frame things and how you express things, like in what tone of voice, like all of that stuff
0: matters. What does my mom always say? It's not what you say; it's how you say it. And for me, Barb was the queen of that. Like what Barb was saying wasn't wrong, but the right. way that she delivered it, especially at the finale, yeah. automatically villainized her just because of the way that she delivered it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, that's uh, similar to what I said to friends too was like, yeah, like I don't necessarily disagree with Barb, but no. like Jesus Christ. I've like said to, I've now said to like my mom or like friends, where it's like, if my mom did that,
0: mortified.
1: My God, like I would be mortified. Or, and then like going further, uh, before they had announced like their breakup or whatever, the fact that Kelly was in the audience and then Barb commented on like Kelly's. Let's you were my favorite. Let's go get lunch and shops. You know, I would be like, mother, I swear to God. Like
0: You're stirring the pot.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, listen, again, you're not necessarily wrong for like having hesitations about someone, but you just got to at some point know when it's not your choice.
0: Like you can say the way that she's everyone knows there's no way that you're going to make it. All you can say is, hey, I want you guys to try. That's great. Keep trying. Did the values not line up that great? Eh, yeah. Right. But like, I hope the best. That's all you have to say.
1: And yeah, like you can, you can like take the back, especially if, if you see the values, like not working out and not aligning, you can just kind of like let nature take its course. Right. What will be, will be
0: like, it's not the end of the world. If they date and don't work out because of that problem. But, like, they don't have to just break up immediately and never give it give it a chance because you just know that it's not going to work.
1: And I don't necessarily think it'll be the case for, like, Peter and Barb and all that. Because I think there's probably plenty of conversations and, and all that, like, that we didn't see behind of course. the scenes. Clearly, because, like, two days later, they, they you know, they broke up. but uh, But, like, that being said, like, you know, even if you're in this circumstance where Barb's like saying all this to Peter and Maddie and all that, and then they do break up and like, it's true that resentment that like Peter might feel doesn't necessarily go away. Like just because it's over, it's not immediately washed away. Like you're still gonna remember like, yeah, you weren't like supportive. Like you weren't uh, just trusting me.
0: All I know is I hope that all of this doesn't affect Peter's potential dating in the future. Now that, Almost every girl has seen what his mother can do.
1: I mean, she has a lot of followers now, too. I
0: know, like more than me.
1: <laughs> she has like at least like 130,000 or something like that. What a star.
0: Well, my other thing is Bachelor in Paradise. I don't even know if it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I think like thinking about the timelines of all that. Again, yeah, it, it all depends, I suppose, on how like the next two months shake out. It doesn't look great at the moment. I I don't know. So what's funny is like now, I know we were all shitting on Listen to Your Heart.
0: That's all we have.
1: All we have. So I will earnestly love the hell out of that show. I
0: don't even know if that, even the fact that that's the only thing I have, I don't know if that can make me love it.
1: I don't know. I, I think I'm going to love it. I think I'm going to have to. These are harsh, harsh times. No, yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I, I hope it's not um, affected too much or like they can push it out later i have no idea how all that works as far as other things they have to schedule around like dancing with the stars and all that so i don't know i don't know yeah
0: oh and there is um, bachelor in paradise australia is airing soon if anyone is it? yeah Because Abby Chatfield is one of my favorite people. She was the runner-up on Matt Agnew's season. And she's on it, so she's been posting about it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's something you can watch if you have, like, a VPN or I don't
1: even know. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, you're giving me ideas. Yeah, because, listen, I, I I need something.
0: Last thing, Claire's season. Claire's season. The gossip, or I guess Chris confirmed it, that they are potentially recasting it Because what, I mean, what casting crew is like, yeah, our bachelorette is 39. So we're going to partner her with a bunch of 25 year
1: olds. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There's like what, one person who's older than her? Oh
0: my God. One guy who's 40 and everyone else is like 28, (laughs) 25.
1: And I know that like, I think they're, well, at least initially, I mean, it's very clear that I mean, if it happens, I, I think it'll eventually happen, even if it's like a year from now, like in the next rotation. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's clear that they're going to do some recasting. But I do think they were leaning on her saying that she prefers like younger men. It's like, okay, well, here you go. <laughs> here
0: you go. I mean, there's a difference between like 30 and 25.
1: Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit.
0: Uh, when I saw that cast, I was like, Lord have mercy. And like Matt James, what is Matt James doing on that show?
1: Yeah, I know. But like, I mean, I can kind of like see this like weird arc that they're, I mean, are they going to like try to set him up for Bachelor? It's going to be like, it's like, yeah. I mean, as, as a, a straight man, I can objectively say he's a very handsome man. Of
0: course. Yes.
1: I will. I will say that. So like,
0: you know, whatever. Like, he was really loving this Tyler Cameron fame, and now, like, he's on the show. Like, ah, just... Uh, yeah, now
1: it's just gonna be, like, a little bachelor apartment that they have yeah, there. Yeah,
0: it's just... I don't know.
1: I mean, it, you know, I guess, like, that's how this show operates, right? Like, what, like, Hannah... Hannah Sluss knew Hannah G. And, like, there's always someone who knows someone. And so, this is just another, another prime example.
0: Well, it is Friday the 20th. Apparently... Uh, what's his butt? Mike Fleiss has an announcement to make today. I
1: don't I don't trust anything that man says.
0: I don't either. By Tuesday, we'll either know and we can discuss it on the Facebook page, but he has some sort of announcement.
1: What's your prediction? I'll, here, I'll say mine first. I think, okay. the, I think what they're going to do is literally like they're going to air Juan Pablo's season like live on Friday nights or something, or they're going to move Listen to Your Heart up
0: when is, when is Listen to Your Heart's premiere day? Do you know?
1: April 14th or whatever that Monday is.
0: I think it's just going to be some dumb announcement like we're going to make it possible for you to watch every season on ABC.com
1: or something yeah. stupid so like that. Yeah, no, I can see that. That's probably the, the best one.
0: Let's see if we're right or wrong.
1: I think uh, in times like these, we have to take whatever we can get, you know? So I'll, I'll take it, sure.
0: I guarantee right after we hang up, He's going to tweet it. I'm going to be like,
1: shit. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, we're going to actually resume Claire season. And
0: <laughs> Everyone's just going to elbow kiss.
1: They're actually going to do Zoom dates.
0: FaceTime dates. Kind of love is blindy. <laughs> okay. Brett, say, I mean, everyone should know this, but for anyone who doesn't, say your Twitter and your Instagram, because we got to build the gram.
1: Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I need to really uh, put more thought into that too because I think when I started doing Instagram, that's like where you can actually start monetizing this stuff. So, But yeah, so it's the same on both. Make it nice and easy. It's Brett with two Ts, S as in star, and Vergara, Yes. B-E-R-G-A-R-A.
0: Everyone follow. I know there's not a live show to watch right now, but even your off-season tweets are stellar
1: oh thank you and and listen again that 45 day break i got nothing but time to just throw bullshit out into the universe so you can just go on my weird mental journey <laughs> a lot of corona tweets oh yeah a lot of corona tweets a lot of just like here's a dog jumping into a pile of leaves
0: oh loved that video play words with friends with me if you want to
1: oh absolutely I, there's gonna be so many things from my past that i'm redownloading words with friends sims
0: when you re-download Words with Friends, let me know because I'm, like, all about it right now. My phone dies by, like, 11 a.m. Oh,
1: yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And I'll probably be hitting you up for podcast advice because I'm still flirting with it and I got time to think about it a little bit, so...
0: You you give me the flirtation and I will give it right back to you. Heck, yeah. Okay. You have a business call because you're important and I'm not. So get after it. Thanks for coming. Thanks for playing. Yeah.
1: No, and thanks so much for having me. I've, I've been, like... It, it feels like this. We should have done this so much sooner, but ago. at least, at least we've done it. And no, I mean, like, and I can credit you to, to welcoming me into this Bachelor Nation three years ago with such open arms that I got. You know, you you created this monster. It's all your. It's all your <laughs> fault. <laughs> it's all your. So fault. do I get a commission or like? Uh, yeah, I don't know, no, something like that. We can figure something out. Okay, everyone,
0: <laughs> follow Brett and stay sane
1: and. And also, shout out to the uh, your Facebook group. And I'll be like a new member as of like in like 10 seconds. I
0: cannot wait. And also, as Elan Gale would say, stay the fuck inside.
1: Stay the fuck inside. Heck yeah.
0: That's that's the jam.
1: And as High School Musical would say, we're all in this together.
0: All in this together. Okay. Bye, doll. Have a good day.
1: You know, you too. Bye. Stay safe, love.